the righteousness of faith. Your word is life unto us and health and healing to all our flesh. We receive your word today in the name of Jesus. And I ask you to give us all eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand what you have to say to us today in the name of Jesus. Go to Galatians chapter 2, and we're going to pick up at verse 11. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face, because he was to be blamed. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. And the other Jews dissembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, if you being a Jew live after the manner of Gentiles and not as do the Jews, why do you compel the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? Peter wasn't walking in righteousness. He was righteous. He knew it. He knew what was right. He knew it was all right to eat with the Gentiles, but he separated himself fearing the Jews. He set his mind on the carnal, old mindset, the old man, the old life, the old way, and <laughs> that doesn't work. We have to, as the righteousness of God, pursue a full mind renewal of our new nature, of our new creation being, so that we will not be bound by shame. The Proverbs tells us that the righteous are bold as lion, and that as a lion we do not back down to any. We're not backing down to what anyone else thinks about us. We're not backing down to an old life or an old mindset or what the enemy would try to inflict on us with shame and condemnation and accusations. The accuser of the brethren is cast down and Jesus is Lord. Therefore, we realize that we are righteous by faith and we are going to stand boldly and do what he said we can do. We're not going to go back into bondage when we've already been made free. We're going to live in that liberty. Now look at verse 14. Peter was not walking uprightly. Paul saw that. And Paul, because Peter was not walking uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, he said to Peter before them all, he confronted him and fixed it. Amen. Verse 15 we who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified, a man is not declared righteous by the works of the law, but through the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed, we've had faith into Jesus Christ, that we might be declared righteous by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Righteousness by faith is believing that Jesus fulfilled the law for me. This is covenant, the new covenant in his blood. Verse 17, But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid, certainly not. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. You see, Peter was going back to once what he already left, what was already, in these terms, destroyed. But 
because he went back, he made himself a transgressor. He wasn't doing wrong eating with the Gentiles. But because he left that and went back to the old way, that was transgression. But the beauty is, righteousness by faith in the blood of Jesus, we have cleansing. We have purging. All we do is confess that sin, cast it out, declare our righteousness, and keep on keeping on. Verse 19, For I through the law am dead to the law that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Look at that. Through the law, dead to the law. The law fulfilled, crucified Jesus. The law spoke of Jesus, prophesied of Jesus. The prophets prophesied of Jesus, spoke of Jesus. Didn't use his name Jesus, but he's all through it from the book of Genesis the way through to the book of Malachi. Jesus, 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 everywhere Jesus. And when Jesus fulfilled the law and the law was fulfilled, it led to his crucifixion. It led to his death. He absorbed all the curse of the law. He absorbed all the judgment of mankind into himself and took it upon himself. Well, us likewise, I am crucified with Christ, it says in verse 20. So through the law, dead to the law. We're no longer under the law, but we are under grace. Now let's read verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. That's Holy Spirit. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. You're anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, all you who believe and all you who have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live in the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. By faith I'm crucified, and by faith I'm raised with Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2.24 says that you being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Well, sickness and disease is death, and it's under the curse of the law. So therefore... Because you are dead to sin, and you're dead to the law, and you're alive to righteousness, you've been raised from the dead with the Lord Jesus Christ, you are healthy. You are strong. You have every right to claim and take by faith your healing, your perfect restoration of your physical body. I'm talking your physical body. Sickness, disease, and oppression of the body should have no dominion over you, for you're not under the law. You're under the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now go to verse 21. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for of righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Look at that. I do not frustrate the grace of God. I do not, as the Amplified says, set aside the grace of God, invalidate the grace of God, or nullify the grace of God. Well, we can't make the grace of God void, but we can make it void in our own life if we choose not to receive it, if we act contrary to it, like what Peter did there. He set the grace of God aside for a moment. But thank God for Paul who quickly helped him get back in. That's what a good brother's for. Amen. Do not frustrate the grace of God, the grace of God. Don't frustrate his free love gift to you. He gave you the free gift of righteousness by faith. All you got to do is believe. 
There is no shame. So you missed it. So what? Pick yourself up. Call on your father in the name of Jesus and say, help. Get me out of this mess. And he'll do it. That's his love. If righteousness comes by the law, if righteousness comes by doing works and earning and trying to measure up, and if you get enough goods and, and good dues and doing this and doing that, then eventually, you know what, you'll check off your list and you'll be able to make it into heaven. That's all a bunch of mess. You're righteous by faith. Now. And those of us who are righteous by faith, our new creations, we're in the family. God the Father is our daddy. Jesus the Son is our brother. Holy Spirit has anointed us with power. And we're in the family now, not later. If you're listening to this, then you're alive on this planet. And if you're alive on this planet and you're born again, you're the righteousness of God by faith. <laughs> you're in eternity now. You're in heaven now. You're already seated there positionally, even though you're living here practically. Glory to God. So receive the free love gift of the Father, His free favor, righteousness, and our new creation by simply believing that Jesus purchased me with His life, purchased you with His life, with His blood. Now as a new creation, we are equipped by Him to be like Him, and to live like him, and to do good like him. Do not frustrate the grace. Because like we read a couple of times ago, is that the grace of God will equip you. We are equipped with every grace to do his will. Now let's go to Romans chapter 10. And we're going to look... At verse 6, the righteousness which is of faith speaks. Verse 8, what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on Jesus shall not be ashamed. Believe it, receive it, follow that word, and you will be a new creation, and you will live as a new creation. For as you have received Christ Jesus, so walk in Him. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.